0: You're listening to the Weekend Sport Podcast with Jason Pine from Newstalk ZB. Football Fever with Newstalk ZB's voice of football, Jason Pine and Bonnie Jansen with Trees That Count. Donate an added tree and help us score the greatest goal.
1: Kia ora, welcome into Football Fever powered by Trees That Count. I'm Jason Pine, with me is New Zealand Herald football writer Bonnie Jansen. Every day of the FIFA Women's World Cup will bring you a fresh episode as we preview and review every single game of this highly anticipated tournament. The highs, the lows, the colours, the excitement, the elation and the devastation and every emotion in between as we look forward to 64 games of football over the next month, both here and in Australia. Even saying that, Bonnie, 64 games of high-quality football. How are you feeling about that?
2: Oh, piney I'm so excited. I think, you know, it's it's at home, but it's also just the time zone of it. We can watch the games. We don't have to get up in the middle of the night, and so it's, it's just going to be unreal
1: it will indeed today we're going to have a look at the eight groups and what might play out in each of them now just reminding you the top two from each group go through to the round of 16 the knockout rounds group a includes us new zealand also norway the philippines and switzerland based here in new zealand we're going to have a decent look at new zealand's chances on the podcast tomorrow but if we look at group a what in broad terms are new zealand's chances of getting out of this group
2: I think we've we've got to use the home advantage and so that's definitely helped our chances. Any other World Cup if they had these these teams against them, maybe maybe the chances of getting out would be lower. But I think Norway uh will be a tough challenge. But the fact it's the opening game, we've got a crowd of forty thousand behind them, I'm I'm backing them to to get a point and then I think yeah, we'll we'll see how we go. But it's a must win against the Philippines and um hopefully
1: switzerland as well yeah once we get to that switzerland game the the dynamic will be known right we'll know how many points uh new zealand will need to get out of the group you're right the philippines is obviously the one that new zealand will target how much will emotion play a part though in that opening game on thursday when as you say there are packed stands it's the opening match of a home world cup might that be enough to carry new zealand to some sort of result
2: I think whether it's a result or not, they need to get something out of that game. And if it's just keeping the fans on their side for the rest of the tournament, that will be enough. Because yeah, it's it's going to be huge for for Norway as well. They're going to be equally as nervous. So I think getting something out of that game, whether it's a goal, whether it's a good performance, obviously a win would be great. But I think it's keeping the fa- the fans on their side for the rest of the tournament will be key.
1: All right. So tomorrow, as I say, we'll have a look at that game in greater detail: New Zealand against Norway to open the World Cup, the second game. And Group A is on Friday, the Philippines against Switzerland in Dunedin. Let's go to Group B, which contains Australia, the other co-host, the Republic of Ireland, Nigeria and Canada, who are the current Olympic champions. This group is based in Australia. It's kind of a niggly group for Australia, isn't it? With Canada there, but also the Republic of Ireland. Who they play first?
2: Yeah, Group B for me is is the pool of death. Uh, I think any of these teams can can advance through to the round of sixteen or do very well in the tournament. For me, I don't think Canada are getting through. I think Ireland and Nigeria have some really good individual strong talents, and and Canada have had a tough build up with a few you know protesting. Against against their governing body. So I think Australia qualifying top of their group for sure uh, and, and the, the next three I'm, I'm not too sure but it's going to be an exciting group for sure.
1: I guess as far as New Zealand fans are concerned, we're quite pessimistic but Australians should be optimistic, shouldn't they, about their team and, and, and their chances. How far do you think they'll go?
2: I think they have got a really strong team and you can see the the hype across the the Tasman and, and the fans are really, really getting behind the team. So I think by all means, if I think Australia would be unhappy with anywhere, you know, a knockout before the quarterfinals. So I think, yeah. A long way.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and and look, they they will ride a wave of emotion of green and gold over there as well. Uh, Thursday night, Australia, Ireland and Sydney. Understand that one sold out with 80,000 people turning up on Friday, Nigeria against Canada in Melbourne.
0: Football Fever Podcast with Trees That Count. Donate a native tree and help us score the greatest goal.
1: Group C, Spain costa rica zambia and japan this group is based in new zealand a real mixture of playing styles it feels like it should be spain and japan but zambia beat germany the world number two side the other day
2: i mean it was a friendly but that's pretty cool for them that's huge and and germany i mean we'll get to that but but they're a strong side they're world number two so uh, yeah i mean japan have won it before spain have the best player in the world so you'd think them but Love to see an underdog.
1: Go Zambia. Go Zambia. Indeed, Costa Rica in there as well. So Spain, Costa Rica and Wellington on Friday. Zambia against Japan and Hamilton on Saturday. Even just reading out these games and these centres, the football fans in and, and, uh, these, these match venues are going to have such a treat over the next month or so. Back to Australia for Group D. England, Haiti, Denmark and China. Now, England should progress, but Denmark are 13th in the world, China are 14th. So who gets out of this group with England?
2: It's another tight group. And yeah, as you say, England and England should walk through that pool pretty easy. But again, I mean, it's tight. And and that's what we love to see at the World Cup. We love, you know, the upsets. And that's what gets, you know, the average fan becoming a mega fan because they back these underdog teams. And it would be great to see Haiti as well. They played here in New Zealand earlier this year. So I think it would be good to see them cause a few challenges for some of these teams.
1: Mm, Indeed. So Denmark and China play one another actually in uh, their opening game in the group on Saturday in Perth, England, Haiti in Brisbane on the same day. Group E is in New Zealand, the darlings of the World Cup before it even starts, the United States, the Netherlands, who they beat in the final four years ago, Portugal, who are a very good side, and Vietnam, who are the rank outsiders in this group. The States, amazing, double defending champions, four-time winners, a galaxy of stars, they're favorites to win the world cup aren't they
2: they're absolutely favorites it'd be a third in a row for them even though they don't like talking about the possibility of a three peat but uh they're just professional in all aspects so they should they should breeze through uh the you know get quite late in the tournament anyway but this group is another exciting one and I mean, I said it before, I am a Dutchie, so I, I'm kind of mad at myself for saying this, but I, I don't think the Netherlands are getting through. Portugal are good, and they, they showed they were good earlier this year, again at the Inter-Confederation Playoff Tournament in New Zealand. Uh, they're going to be a fun side to watch, Portugal, and, and this pool is another one that could uh, cause some disruptions. Yeah,
1: look, it could. You're, I think you're right. The States go through, but the, yeah, the, Portugal, I watched them in that tournament as well, and beating New Zealand, what, 5-0, I think it was. And the Silvers, uh, Jessica and Deanna Silva. Man, some skill in those two players. Uh, Vietnam may have a very, very tough road to hoe in Group E. Saturday, USA, Vietnam and Auckland. And then Sunday, the Netherlands against Portugal and Dunedin. That is a massive game. Looking forward to that in Group E. Group F, France, Jamaica, Brazil and Panama, based in Australia, should be France and Brazil, shouldn't it? Two pretty big footballing nations.
2: Yeah, I mean, you look at those rankings there, you've got a 5 and an 8, and then you've got two 43 and, and 52. Like, yeah, it, it's unfortunate for, for those two, Jamaica and Panama, but um, yeah, France and Brazil have so many big names, so... Yeah, easy walkout for them.
1: Yeah, it seems like it, doesn't it? Uh, Panama were gutsy in qualifying through the playoffs, but, yeah, I, I get the feeling it's, uh, it's France and Brazil. Last chance to see Mata, of course, for Brazil at this tournament.
0: Football Fever with Jason Pine and Bonnie Jansen with Trees That Count. Donate a native tree and help us score the greatest goal.
1: Group G, Sweden, South Africa, Italy, Argentina, a fascinating group of contrasting styles based here in New Zealand. What do you see happening in Group G?
2: I think Sweden, again, will uh, walk through. But Italy and Argentina will be an exciting uh, battle because uh, they're both based up here in Auckland. They're going to have huge crowds and, and fan groups behind them. So I think that, that'll that be exciting to see who takes that second spot. But I wouldn't rule South Africa out. They've done well. It's the second African team to qualify for this World Cup, which is huge for them. Um, and, yeah, it's it's that as well. It's going to be an exciting group.
1: You talk about nations that love their football, Italy and Argentina. Imagine the fan bases that are going to be attracted by these sides. And on Monday when Italy play Argentina in Auckland uh, as the group opener for those two teams, Sweden against South Africa and Wellington on Sunday, yeah, Italy, Argentina. Already in the first um, week of action, we're going to see some some pretty crucial clashes in terms of teams getting out of their respective groups, which leads us to Group H, the final group. It's based in Australia, Germany, Morocco, Colombia and Korea Republic. Germany seem like they have a pretty good uh, <laughs> a pretty easy passage out of this group, don't they? Morocco 72nd in the world, Colombia 25th, Korea Republic 17th.
2: Yeah, Germany will um, should get out of this group. I mean, we we shouldn't rule out their result the other day to Zambia. But Germany are one of the, the top teams that haven't had too many injuries in the lead-up. You know, USA, England, Netherlands have lost some key players. So, But Germany are, are looking all right. They're looking healthy. So I think, yeah, they'll get out of their group fine. But uh, Korea, Republic, are a pretty good team.
1: Yeah, and it's uh, Germany-Morocco to start in Melbourne on Monday night. And the final two sides to hit the field at this FIFA Women's World Cup Tuesday night, colombia against Korea Republic in Sydney. So 32 nations all with I guess ambitions of of various uh, degrees of realism of going deep into this tournament the first order of business is to get out of the group and then the round of 16 arrives and uh, anything can happen in knockout football. So those are the eight groups. Uh, we're going to every day bring you previews and reviews of uh, the games involving these sides. So we'll be able to drill down a bit more into them. But just to finish, Bonnie, who do you you know who, who do you like to emerge victorious in about a month or so?
2: I think the USA, you know, everyone's picking them, but I think the reason I pick them is because they've got an easier side to the final and they've been in so many finals and so many pressure matches that they will prevail when it comes uh, comes to that moment. But who is who is up there with them? I mean England, of course, the European champions, Australia would love to see them there or potentially Germany at a 1v2 final.
1: Yeah, and there's a couple of uh, really good uh, prospects for a dark horse as well. We both mentioned Portugal, and if they can exit that group uh, at the expense of, let's say, the Netherlands, then Portugal are going to turn a lot of heads at this tournament. I just wonder whether they're a bit of a dark horse. I really like the look of Sweden as well who seem to kind of fly under the radar when it comes to to picking um, possible winners, but they are third in the world and uh, have some pretty decent players on their roster as well. That is a very quick look at what lies ahead over the next month or so. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Tomorrow on the uh, podcast, we will preview the first couple of games of action in this Women's World Cup, including New Zealand against Norway, followed by Australia against Ireland. The games are about to come thick and fast. Bonnie, we'll see you tomorrow. We'll see you then.
0: The Football Fever Podcast with Jason Pine and Bonnie Jansen with Trees That Count. Donate a native tree and help us score the greatest goal. For more from Weekend Sport with Jason Pine, listen live to News Talk ZB weekends from midday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.